1: Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Thursday to everyone. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oatman. Jam-packed show today in the know? first hour. We're going to be talking with Jeff Brain, the CEO and founder of Clout Hub, yeah, he'll social be with us. media site, anti-censorship site. So we're going to be talking with that with him in just a second. Second hour, we'll be getting into the Biden administration's announcement yesterday that they are going to start prosecuting election auditors for ridiculous crimes that don't make a lot of sense. So we'll get to that in the second hour. All right. Say that again.
0: They're going to start prosecuting election auditors.
1: Yes. The election auditors, people who are mishandling election documents, ballots. Um, Yeah. That was they, they released their whole policy stuff yesterday.
0: Hold on a second. They're going to start prosecuting people, like yes. in Maricopa, that went in and did an election audit.
1: Yes, I mean they—they've—they haven't announced that the people are getting prosecuted, but they're again just next step. They sent those warning letters, remember, a couple months ago, two months ago. Now they've actually released the DOJ policy paper explaining what kinds of audits would constitute in their mind federal crimes. So we
0: are we are in the middle door. of a we are in the middle of the war, right now. We're past the point where we're talking about. That, that we have a fair and free country. We're past the point where we have a constitution, right? I mean, we're past it. I mean, what they're basically saying, they're taking away everything from, now they're using companies as a proxy to take away people's constitutional rights. They're using it as a proxy right now, currently. A proxy to take away your rights. And now they're telling you that you don't have a right as an American citizen to question a Canadian company or foreign companies that are doing election while there's this much evidence. We're in it. We're in the war. We're already there. We're already there. We can stop pretending yeah. that we're not. We can stop pretending that we're not in the middle of a lawless society where these communists have literally created an environment where we don't matter as people.
1: We're there. Yeah. So we do We do have Jeff on waiting patiently. All right. so we, we want to get him on so we can talk to him about censorship and all of that. So welcome to the show, the CEO and founder of Hub, Mr. Jeff Brain. Jeff, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, thank you for having me.
0: Hey, Jeff, it was was good to see you you at the Health and Freedom. Yeah, I did, I met him at the Health and Freedom Conference. Um, That's right, yeah. And uh, yeah, and we started talking and he said, yeah, I'm the founder at CloudHub. I was like, oh, we need to get on. And I think you launched last Monday, the live streaming, right, last Monday?
2: We did, yeah. Yeah, And I, I understand that your show is live streaming today on cloud. Hub, we we
0: are great. for yes. the first time live streaming on cloud hub right now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty excited about that. It's, it's even more exciting that we can step away from things like Facebook and other, um, big tech censorship platforms that are just extensions of the radical left, yeah. um, to be in a more free environment. So I do appreciate all the technology that you've built.
1: Yeah. yeah. And Josh, if you go to my screen, we are alive there right now. It's going to be a little trippy. It's going to be picture-in-picture, picture, but we are there right now. We have, we're have we uploading r- recent episodes as as videos, and we're live today. Jeff, will the live video, we've never done this before, so will the live video save as a broadcast, or will we have to go in and upload it after the fact?
2: It'll automatically save to your library. Okay, awesome. At the conclusion. Awesome.
1: Well, we're very excited about this. We're up live today, and uh, good to add another, another platform. It's crazy, Jeff, that we even have to do this. I mean, we used to be on YouTube. We had like nine ish thousand followers on YouTube and they just kept hitting us with strike after strike after strike. Some of them we probably deserved. Most of them we didn't (laughs) at all. And what we found was even when we no longer publish, we would get suspended. And like a week ago, two weeks ago, they hit us with new stuff. So they're going through our old catalog of episodes and they're hitting us for like the same violation. So they they hit yeah. us for a violation on one day, and then they say, "Oh well, now that you're unsuspended, sorry, we're suspending you again because you violated the same thing a day previously that we had that we didn't check." Um, so they just don't want us on there, which is fine. We don't want to be anywhere that doesn't want us. Um, which is why I'm I'm happy that we're on CloudHub because my understanding is you guys won't do that to us.
2: <laughs> no, we won't. I mean, it's time to start start. Um you know, stop actually pretending that these sites are still, you know, open and free dialogue. I mean, it's just so overwhelming, the censorship, the restricting of information that we get to see. You know, we we do a lot of work with the frontline doctors who are now on CloudHub and, you know, you see what happened to them with their videos being taken down by all the platforms exactly the same time. So it's obviously seems coordinated, Um, but not only them, you see, you know, any discussion of the election uh being taken down, you know, any disc- criticism of the vaccine. We had one gentleman who had 540,000 followers on Twitter complained about wearing a mask and got taken down off of Twitter for making that simple complaint, you know? So uh, that's why I created Cloud Hub, you know, is a place where people can come. I didn't realize when I started building it in 2018 that we would be in this situation where, you know, there, there was such a battle over each uh, I really feel like I'm, you know, on the front lines of a war, and and I didn't expect that. Yeah. I thought I was just going to create this great social media alternative that gives people, you know, the ability to to use social media for a different purpose. And and uh, but I'm glad I did it now because it's it's very badly needed. And you know, CloudHub is all about uh, civic, social, and political engagement and networking. So. You know, it's a place where the tough issues should be brought and discussed and we provide the tools, you know, because none of the other platforms really provide the tools you need to address the issues that we're concerned about. And CloudHub does, uh, you know, we like you, you see now, everyone that's on CloudHub gets their own channel, just like a YouTube mm-hmm. you know, channel or account. But we also have groups. And we also have discussion like Twitter. Um, we're releasing uh, later this week a, a feature called Meetings, actually. Where you can uh, have actual virtual meetings. It, it'll replace a Zoom or any of the others. You can have up to 100,000 people in there. So it's really perfect for, like, you know, wow. Joe, what, yeah. what Clay Clark did. You know, he has people in a physical location, but he can also have an extended audience through this meeting feature. The, the presenters are on video, everyone else is on Audible, and they can listen, and they can actually invite them to actually speak uh, and interact with the uh, presenters. It's really quite amazing. So 't don't, don't like it.
0: So so let's take you back I want to take you back a little bit. Can you tell everyone about yeah. you? Just tell everyone about your history. You started this in 2018, but what you know wh- where have you been and what what, what tell, tell, tell our listeners about your history?
2: Sure. So you know I've always been a, a businessman and, and a civic activist and in, in, I used to live in Los Angeles. I don't live there anymore. but I was a commissioner under Mayor Reardon. I also uh, was a very active civic leader in Los Angeles. I, at one time the LA Times named me one of the top 10 civic leaders of the city. I did a pretty you know a lot of things to raise money for schools. I created an economic alliance you know to foster jobs and, and businesses. Um, I led an effort to reform the city. I, I led an effort to redevelop a portion of the city. So I did those kind of things and, and that's what led me to want to do CloTub. Where uh, I can empower other people to do those kind of things, uh, so I'm combining actually, you know, my my love for business and my love for you know civic activity and activism.
1: So can I, can I ask you real quick, um, where are the servers? I, I, I haven't looked into too much about Cloud Hub, um, so forgive me if I'm just asking silly questions. Well, but, and make sure um, that they're not on, yeah.
0: on AWS. Yeah, Let's start there. Are,
1: are, that was the main question. Are, are you on AWS or do you use, is, is there any, because that's, that's the other part of this. You talked about the frontline doctors. They weren't just kicked off social media. Some of them had their actual websites just taken down from their hosts that they had paid years to host their websites at at these uh, at these hosts. Um, And we've kind of learned that it's not just the the front, the front side, um, the front end canceling, there's also back end canceling too, when it comes to credit card processing, um, your your, where where you host your content on what server. Um, So is is cloud hub completely do you own all of your servers? Is there any uh, vulnerability there when it comes to like the back end canceling?
2: So i can tell you that we've protected ourselves what happened to parla cannot happen to us um i i don't really want to on a, on a broadcast go into too much yeah, detail that exactly that? but, but i can tell you that that can't happen to us um we've protected ourselves and and uh okay. i feel comfortable to tell you that you know cloud hub is is a secure platform uh and that uh if, if you come to cloud hub and, and build your future you you will be safe and you can rely on it that we will not be taken down um, we've also protected ourselves from the app stores you know we rewrote our apps completely in the last 90 days so that um, if the app stores were to be pressured to take us out of the app stores those apps would still run in fact we now mm-hmm. update them directly we don't go you know, necessarily through the app stores yeah. to, to update them. So um, I would also say, though, you know, Cloud Hub is a responsible platform. Uh, people want free speech on the issues, and we allow that, right? The tough issues, the vaccines, the elections, the things that people care about, this is the place to come and talk about those issues. But we don't allow people to engage in incitement of violence, and we've yeah. been able to develop, you know, artificial intelligence that's been able to manage that balance very successfully. Also, we don't allow hate, and we don't allow porn on the platform. If, if you actually were to, somebody was to upload an image of porn, uh, it'll never land on our platform. They get a pop-up that says, this is not appropriate for our platform. Same with, you know, uh, hate. Uh, we, we actually are very transparent. We list uh, about a thousand terms in our terms of service that we ask you not to use, which are mostly derogatory racial slurs or graphic sexual mm-hmm. terms. So like if somebody was to use the N word uh, in a post and go to hit publish, they would get a pop-up that simply says this is not appropriate for the platform. So we, we, we allow free speech on the issues, absolutely. And, and but we, we really trying to keep it civil and, and positive. People are tired of the toxic nature of Facebook yeah. and Twitter.
0: Yeah, and they, they only apply that that toxic nature filter to conservatives on Twitter. And it certainly appears that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it certainly appears that way. So so the, the, the hate speech stuff, real quick, Joe, I just wanna make sure I round this out. The biggest concern that we've always had with other platforms is they have a definition of hate speech and then it evolves. It evolves. Yeah, like right. now the left says that silence is actually violence. So silence is violence. Yeah. And if you talk about an issue that you're not woken up to talk about, that's also violent. Um, so you're, the terms and what you guys define as hate um are set in stone and and they're obviously if if new things come out then new things come out but we're not gonna we're not gonna see moving goalposts with that correct
2: no you're not going to be see moving goalposts and it's all handled by ai so it's not an individual who has a predisposed you know political belief or opinion um it treats everybody exactly the same which is how social media should be done uh so and it and you know a lot of the existing social media platforms were developed by guys They were in their 20s when they developed them, right? Mm-hmm. So they were still shaping yeah. their life, their, their values. Um, you know, I'm 62. I, I've lived my life, I've raised my children. My values are set. Um, I, I know what I believe in, what I don't believe in, and so it's not going to change. Uh, I, Cloud, it was a place for people who love freedom and uh, their free thinking, free speech, you know, even freedom from invasion of privacy, right? The big platforms are invading your privacy. They're getting into your phone, looking what other apps you use, mm-hmm. right? They, they follow you to the mall to see what stores you're going into and you'll see an ad tomorrow on that topic. Um, we don't do any of that. We don't get into your phone. We don't track you. We don't look at what apps you're using. It's completely awesome. private and we don't share or sell your data. Do have, ahead,
0: Sorry, I cut you off. Do you have ad ad platforms within Cloud Hub where we can reach other people that are like-minded that want to hear messaging? Or is this an a a ad-free environment?
2: So we are just introducing ads now to Cloud Hub. Up until now, we've been pre-revenue. Uh, but we are adding ads, and you can target those ads to people. Uh, the difference is that on our platform, rather than uh, data mine you, we ask you what you care about. And that way you know it's just being treating you like an adult right on the other platforms what they do is you know they, they look at who you're looking at who you're talking to and, and they um, what what you what topics you talk about and then they're making you know data mining you for that and and that's how they target you with ads but we just ask you up front straight up you know what do you, what do you care about it'll help us introduce you to people and and things that you care about so some something, we, something
1: we've seen something we've seen in recent months is this unprecedented effort by the federal government to investigate people on social media um it's gotten so weird that the united states postal service is now getting in on the attempt to investigate people now i understand if cloud hub has ever served with certain warrants you obviously have to comply with those warrants and you're not allowed to disclose what you get um does CloudHub hub have a um a warrant canary anywhere on the site to to warn people on a regular basis, whether or not they have been subject to any of these types of intrusive national security warrants?
2: So that's a good question. No, uh, we don't actually have anything like that set up. I mean, um, you know, we're still relatively new and working Mm -hmm. out a lot of processes. Um, And uh, so we'll address that when that becomes an issue. I can tell you we have some very good uh, attorneys. A lot of the free speech attorneys that you know of um, Mm -hmm. have stepped forward to help us and volunteer uh, that if we are in any way dealt with in in an inappropriate way or uh, overtly way that uh, they will help us. Um, We had a situation back in November after the election where at that time we were using IBM for our video channels and IBM without any warning or advanced notice took all those channels down. And uh, so it's, you know, so we've been through it. And that's, that's why we immediately decided uh, reading the tea leaves that we needed to protect ourselves in our servers and our apps. A couple
1: couple of people have asked in the comment section, what is a warrant canary? Um, Not too much of this. A warrant warrant canary would basically a tech company would put a page on their website that says we have not been subject to any, um, national security warrants, and they and they'd update it yearly. So since they can't tell you what warrants they have been um, given or, or what kind of surveillance warrants they have been subjected to, they can update that on a yearly basis or a semi-regular basis to let people know that yes, they have been subject to them, or or if they continue to not. So um, we don't have to get into too much, but it be it be something I, I I think it might be helpful for people on the platform um, as long as you can do it obviously in a legal way. Um just a, a full transparency effort.
0: Sure. Yeah, so the, I, I have some loaded questions, obviously loaded questions. Sure. And, um, and, and I think some of the viewers that are on different channels that we're on right now are, are gonna mimic this. And that is, are, are you concerned or have you developed any sort of, and I'm gonna use the word war games or chess analogy, um, have, you, have you developed any scenarios where you know that the, that the radical elements of our society will start to say that this is a hate platform, like they did with Parler, like they did with, with others that allowed for free speech to thrive? Um, have you developed any sort of PR and or uh, uh, forward-facing information that would combat in advance some of the things that, that you're obviously going to face by saying that, that you're going to allow free speech and, uh, on the platform?
2: Well, first of all it's amazing that we even have to have this conversation huh? in america for free speech right When did it become controversial right it should but you're you're absolutely right and and certainly um you know we have things in place and we have a lot of uh ambassadors for cloud hub you know general flynn uh dr gina loudon john solomon david webb we have about 40 ambassadors for cloud hub to help us get our message out well that's one of the reasons we've grown so nicely. Um, I would also tell you though, that we're a little bit different than some of those other platforms in that they were just simply a Twitter alternative. And so we're a much broader platform. Um, We have groups, we have channels, and a lot of those groups and channels have nothing to do with politics. And so our audience is much broader to begin with. Now I can tell you too, we're going to be adding a faith hub soon. We're gonna be adding a civic hub where you can interact with your legislators at the federal, state, local level. There'll be an education hub, an entertainment hub, a sports hub, a finance hub, a business hub. So so we're much broader of a platform. And so it's gonna be a little bit harder for them. I mean, we have trucking groups, we have, you know, cat channels, you know, yeah. We have a lot cat broader channels. an audience already, you know, and and and, yeah. and the audience is both sides. I mean, there's some pretty good debates going on in CloudHub uh, about issues. And uh, you know we'll keep moving in that direction. But we have again things in place. We have PR firms that we have on staff, you know, and um, or on retainer that are helping us. Um, but we know that'll come. You know, it's already coming in in different waves. You know, there was a Wall Street Journal article earlier uh, that talked about the president uh, considering CloudHub as one of two options. And uh, after that, we took a lot of heat. You know, uh, but we actually were able to. We're actually a good platform, you know. And there's not the hate and other things on our platform. So, but it'll come. We know it'll come.
0: Well, let, yeah. so I mean, it's it's interesting you say that. Is has President uh, Trump uh, put up a, a page on CloudHub? Uh, not at this time platform? yet. But you're welcome. Not you yet. welcome him to the platform. You'd welcome if he were tomorrow. Say, I'm Absolutely. opening up a page. You'd welcome him to the.
2: To the platform? We think he was, it was wrong for any of the platforms to take him down in the first place. He wasn't committed of a crime. He was president of the United States. A lot of people support him. Um, a lot. As in, as
0: in 80 million people voted for President <laughs> Trump. Right. And yet they're yeah, ostracizing absolutely. half of this country. And the, you know the, it, what I find interesting is, and, and I want to take this out of a survey that came out yesterday uh, or the day before yesterday. And it was a survey to say, would you be friends with the person from the opposite party with with op- opposing views, and they asked that question to Democrats. That said, that 70% of them said that they would never be friends with a conservative, right? And then 60% right. of the people that were Republicans say, "Yeah, I'm friends with, I'm friends with lots of liberals." It was a crazy, it was a crazy survey. So it showed the the disparity between tolerance and what we're really dealing with in our country, which is frankly a disease on our society. But um, you know, I'm. I, I'm going to encourage. I'm actually going to encourage President Trump to get on your platform so that people can actually gravitate to you. C- can you tell me how many how many people are on, are you currently using the platform on a regular basis? Can you yeah, over three million
2: are using the platform. And
0: is it growing dramatically
2: basis. every day? I, actually, I can give you some great statistics. Actually, you know, um, people spend forty minutes on YouTube. Yeah, they spend twenty eight minutes on. Uh, Instagram at about 14 minutes on Pinterest and about three and a half minutes on Twitter. They're spending 47 minutes a day on cloud. Hub.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's great. The only one that's ahead um, of us
2: is Facebook. Wow. So
1: let me ask you about that. Cause obviously cloud hub seems to do a lot more than any of these other social media platforms, YouTube video streaming platforms do the biggest impediment to a competitor coming along and unseating YouTube lately seems to have been the, the fact that youtube itself is not profitable right to to create a U, a youtube environment have that much server space google typically runs a little bit of a loss on youtube itself they make it up in their other different other different sides of the company but youtube itself is not a profitable profitable ent- entity on its own and that's kind of stopped competitors from from truly being like a competitor, right? Because they would either have to charge for the service, they have to limit how much you're allowed to upload or, or different things to control costs or to bring in revenue. Obviously, you want to grow CloudHub as big as you can. But eventually, those same kind of issues are going to come into play. So without revealing any of the secret sauce, are you guys prepared for the growth? And have you guys looked at all of the different monetization um, streams so you can keep it up and running, right? Give people a free environment without, without either having to go too ad heavy or, or a pay to play kind of model.
2: Sure. Uh, I can tell you that um, first of all, we're we're doing it very different than the other platforms, right? When you do have a YouTube or a rumble, you know, you're, you're, that's all you are is video, right? And it is very intensive in terms of storage and yeah. and where do you draw the line I think Rumble is charging now $100 a month to, if you want to go live on there, be able to go live Cloud mm-hmm. Hub is taking a different approach we're we're all in one platform there will be many many ways for us like in that civics area that I talked about the mm-hmm. civic hub you know we'll have election pages and the candidates will pay for those pages in the in the faith hub there'll be the opportunity to access different church services and they may pay to have their church service you know shown through there but I could go on there and I could choose to see Rick Warren one week or maybe uh, Greg Glory the next week or Paula White you know I can see different you know so when you have such a big comprehensive platform mm-hmm. as we are going to have, there's lots of ways to monetize it and every little bit adds up and it's all a numbers game and we'll be very uh, successful I, I'm confident I think our model is very different than what they're doing. There'll be some ads, but we don't put ads in the timeline where you talk. Um, but th- you'll go to a promotion room. It'll be to find local discounts to pizza or stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and, and so people will go there to find that. Um, there, there will also be uh, lots of special bells and whistles, just like the LinkedIn model, where it's free to use at the basic level, but if you want to use some of the more, you know, you know, like our meeting feature mm-hmm. to hold meetings, which can handle a hundred thousand people. Yeah. You'll, you'll you'll pay for that premium feature it, it we're we're confident in our numbers and it, it'll work and and uh we're doing it very different <clears throat> you know that's that's great because some, like second with,
1: when you look at youtube when you look at amazon they're able to sustain these models by the fact that they've built up monopolies right amazon web services um can charge can be so competitively priced right can undercut competitors because they have oh, so many other revenue streams so they rely in many ways on their monopolies, on their duopolies, whatever well, word you want to throw at well, it, right? Well, they listen, rely on those to, to stifle competition.
0: Yeah, they're, they're also harvesting data, right? So AWS has been harvesting data for decades. We got off of the AWS system when I was the CEO of a tech company. Um, and we were one of the largest first party data aggregators in the nation, sans Google, right? So we, we collected data on everyone. And one of the things that we started to figure out is that Amazon was mapping and developing architecture behind the data that we were collecting. So we got off of AWS, and everyone said, "Oh no, no, they're, they're not. They're not harvesting data in the cloud environment." Well, and it turns out I was right, because three years ago they came out and said, "Oh yeah, we're harvesting data on people's servers that they put in our system." So, it. Uh, we. I don't mind add models. I think ad models are important because it supports the ecosystem of our society, of our of our communities. And I think most people don't as well. I think what they what they don't appreciate is what's happened with these big tech companies that have literally used this magnifying glass in order to in, to intimidate or to intimate what our communities and what our society is supposed to or what it really does look like. What's the, what's the makeup of our of our society. So I'm I, I'm all for you having uh, ad networks and we'll be on it. We'll be on those
2: ad networks. Yeah. Well, great. And we look forward to having you guys on and, and proud to have you on. Um, you know, they people have to look at, you know, social media is really about 16 years old, right? It's not an old industry, but it's huge, right? And so this is the first generation. And and you know, they if you remember actually they were into these platforms for six or seven years before they finally figured out, oh, we've got to make money, right? And and then they hustled to figure out how to make money and they they came up with the ad model. If you watch the movie you know, Social Dilemma now, they talk about what a big mistake that was because of now how their whole structure is. They almost have to keep bringing you back to the platform so they can drive ads at you, because that's their model, you know? Um, now you see Apple come out with a, a new phone that doesn't allow Facebook to data mine anymore, right? So, their their model's yeah. in, in jeopardy and that's why they're suing Apple. But you're also gonna see a lot of countries and hopefully our Congress start to ban the data mining and and limit it, you know? And you are seeing that. And so that's gonna further undercut Facebook and Twitter's ability to raise, and and quite frankly, I don't think people are gonna turn around and say, okay, I'll pay, I'll pay a monthly fee for Facebook. I just don't think that's gonna happen because they've been using it for free and they're not gonna, it's not a value per se to most people, it's a value to the advertisers, but not to the users to pay for it. But in the next model, the next generation, I think most people, if you, if you bring value to them, will pay some fee. Now, when I talk about a, it's free to use, but there'll be a premium for bells and whistles, um, we're talking about $47 a year or $97 a year, so not a big number. But, but if you know you, you can speak freely, you know your privacy is protected. Uh, our platform, by the way, is designed to be healthy. We use neuroscientists to help us design the platform so it's not messing with your head. Uh, and then we, we give you value connect you to civic education entertainment sports you know the things you want in life yeah. that shape your life Is that worth paying for and I think that's the future of social media
1: well ultimately anything that's if something's free it's not really free you the user that's end right. up being the product right you're the user are the product and what we've seen so much from YouTube is I don't know if, if you followed the course of the apocalypses on YouTube, But YouTube used to be a much freer place. And part of the influence that's been driving YouTube to crack down on content creators was from advertisers, advertisers who were alerted by largely left leaning organizations um, that, hey, did you know, Coca-Cola, that your ad is running under a white supremacist and they're not really white supremacists. It was like Steven Crowder. Right. But YouTube then would follow up and say, okay, well, no, we can't have that. So all of a sudden political speech got demonetized. Anything was political got demonetized, anything that was talking about the election or, or government was demonetized. And all of a sudden it, it, it's free to use, but it, they don't it's almost like they don't want the customers. They don't want the, pe- the, the people to be going there because they, they don't want the views. They don't want to monetize it. So, yeah, I, th- I think a healthy way to get around that is, yeah, a small fee for the premium services. Because we've seen and that's not to not to say that you guys well, would go down the same path, but look, we see what happens. Listen, that, that's already been
0: that, that's already been happening with Google. I mean, if, if you want an enterprise level email uh, service, even if you're just connecting it to your own database, you have to pay per user per email address. And so the the the, the freeware model is supported by big tech, by the way. And, and and Jeff, I would I would argue with you on one side is that the, the legislative branch is coming out and saying, listen, we're going to we're going to limit the ability to do data mining. Most of the lobbyist groups that are promoting that and pushing for legislation that will do that are actually paid for and bought for by big tech who wants to be exempt from those environments specifically and stop new yeah. players like you from coming into the model where you can actually collect that data and use it and monetize that information in order to help your communities or help your um, your users. So. I, I, yeah. I do want to I want to say that running away from collecting data, we've been collecting data for the last you know, eight or nine years, we being uh, the company that I, I founded and uh, they're highly successful at what they do and they make sure that it's a sealed system and they, they mask or, uh, you know, strip off all the PII to make sure you're just looking at a shadow. But it's imperative to make sure that when we drop a dollar in marketplace that it's it's successful for that particular advertiser. Otherwise, if if the cost goes up dramatically, which is what Google and Facebook are saying, hey, you you have to come to us in order to get these um, to to find the right customer. Um, it does create a, a, an environment where people are forced to pay um, a, a vig, so to speak, or you know some sort of fee just to just to to get access to a customer. And I, I yeah. think that that by itself is just fundamentally wrong that you have to use two or three people across the country that they, you have to partner with to get a piece of your a- action, so to speak. Um, I, I just think it's wrong. I think it's fundamentally wrong. And so, uh, you know, I, I would just caution you that on standing on the side of let's get rid of, of uh, being able to harvest data, because harvesting data makes user experience, I think, much more uh, pronounced and much more uh, enjoyable for, for the end user
2: yeah and and i didn't mean to suggest that there's not data being uh Mm -hmm. you know looked at i mean we're asking the users to give us the data that they you know what do you are you into yoga you into hiking you into you know what are your interests instead of trying to you know figure it out you know by by looking through your systems right
1: we're here with jeff brain the ceo of clout hub gotta take a minute to remind everyone we are sponsored by air Medic care network the premier insurance plan to cover you your family your loved ones should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency not the kind of stuff we all think about but anyone who's had to be taken to a hospital by ambulance you know the insurance company is not going to want to pay and when you put that in when you turn that ambulance into a helicopter it only gets a lot more expensive but with air Medic care network you don't have to worry about that for 85 dollars for one year you get coverage for your entire household should any of you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's less if you're a senior citizen, less if you buy three or five years at a time. So when you use the promo code DAILY and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash DAILY, they're going to give you money back. They're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash DAILY and use promo code DAILY to get up to $50 back. Um, So Jeff, one one of the things, a lot's been written about social media in the 2020 election, and the 2016 election. And I think people got it wrong. I think one of the things people got right, especially in 2016, was that people, by and large, were in kind of little bubbles, like echo chambers, right? Where where they were communicating with people on social media, but there wasn't a lot of that dialogue across party lines. Now, you mentioned that there's a lot of good debate on CloudHub. it's an interesting question, because obviously, if people choose what they want to see, then usually people will want like minded people. And and that's how that that bubble gets created. Does clout hub in any way? Because there's, there's different ways to break through it, right? But one of the ways is for a, a social media site to bring in things that you don't like, right? So right. does Cloud Hub do that? Does Cloud Hub try and introduce new ideas to people? Or is it, is it is it strictly like you get to see on your page what you what you choose to see?
2: Now, we we, we are exploring ways to show you some stuff so that you know you can uh, see opposing views too, right? You do get to choose to follow people who you want to follow and uh, but we, we we're exploring different ways to you know have you be able to you know we yeah so it's part of what we'll be asking you it's where do you stand on certain issues right Mm -hmm. and and then being able to introduce you to people who have an opposing view of that issue and and encourage discussions you know um we actually in the civic hub will have a lot of tools one is a tool where you can enter your address and we'll know everybody that represents you from the president down to your school board and you could get a, a, a list of them and check the box of who you want to write to, write a little message in a window, even attach a picture if it was a broken sidewalk or, uh, you know, trash in the neighborhood or you attach a PDF document and hit send and boom, you, you just communicated to your elected officials. Another one will be um, this meeting feature that I talked about. Another one will be almost like ways where you pull up a map of your community and you can drop icons on where there's an issue in your community, right? Um, but another one is called, um, well, for for now, it's called Me Too, but it probably won't stay that name. But the idea is to find I'm not out. Not sure
0: I'd keep it weird. at that either. I don't know if yeah, i no. click on
2: that one. <laughs> yeah, but, but the the idea is to do this. It's it's almost like you know, Real Clear Politics has the average of polls, right? And they're always on the news talking about the average of polls. But what we want to do is find out where people really stand. So you can ask people through a series of questions and and statements that you put. Um, you know, we can incentivize them to answer these questions. It, you know, and, and they would indicate what statements they agree to, right? Uh, on immigration, I, you know, I want a wall, boom, I agree to that. Or, you know, on abortion, I want this, you know. And and everyone has a stand, you know, that's where I stand. But where would I compromise? And through the series of questions, we can find out where the masses would compromise from both sides, right? And then we can publish that and try and start to find common ground and, and publish that information because Congress, you know, it's so polarized, and so many of our leaders are polarized that they're not going to come to solutions. I think people are tired of the division, and they're tired uh, of the name calling and rock throwing, and they want to get back to solving the problems. And so, these kind of tools, you know, help people find common ground. We might have, uh, you know, main number of things in common. We might have some things we don't agree on, and and the reverse, right? You know, there's some mm-hmm. we might disagree on one topic, but have nine things in common. And and we want to try and help people find that and bring society back together.
0: You know, I, I, I look at the, um, and I'm just going to say it, I'm, I'm a little bit more cynical. I mean, I was involved in, in uh, promoting Parlor and it got to the point where it was, and I had a couple hundred thousand followers on Twitter, and they suspended me and said that, they made something up and said that I had multiple accounts that were used for for uh, uh, bad purposes, which is not true. I've only had one account since you know, whenever it started, 2000, I think 2009 or 2010. I, I'd only ever had one account, one Twitter account. Um, but what started out good ends up going bad. You know, Google's Google's uh, old uh, motto was "Don't be evil," right? right. That was that was their motto. And I would I would venture to say that Google is one of the most evil manipulative companies that exist today. So have, have you put in, and, and, and look, this is a loaded question, and I, and I, I always want to believe that we want to do things for the right reason, um, mm-hmm. and that we keep that ethos, we keep that culture of goodness, right? And not having porn, not having all these things, I agree with all that, especially the, the racial uh, hate speech and things like that. I, I don't think there's any place for it. Um, but have you put in any safety valves in place that would ensure that as people engage with cloud hub, that they won't, that, that the rules won't change, right? That we know what the rules are, the rules won't change, and there will be no justification or slippery slope that, oh, by the way, well, let's add this, oh, by the way, add this, using the justification of of some sort of, of new you know, environment yeah, sure. that we've, yeah, that we've created um, out of thin air. Have you, have you thought that through?
2: Well, we have talked, you know, with a number of attorneys, uh, free speech attorneys to set up a board you know, like an independent, almost like a Supreme Court, uh, that they deal with the issues, not not particularly me or anybody on my staff. And, and that's an idea that we're looking at to implement so that, you know, these and we would have some from the left, some from the right. Um, well, you know, it, really it again well. comes down. <laughs> what's that?
0: <laughs> that should go really well. Some from the left, some from the right. I'm sorry, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit more cynical. Obviously I'm on the platform. Yeah. I want it to be successful. I think that mathematically, if you have more legs to the stool, you have more ability to become more self-sustaining. Um, I think your revenue model is spot on, but I, you know, it's a concern I have. It's a concern I have that I draw people to it. I, I know where Frank's speech lies, right? I know that Mike Lindell has safety valves he's built in place. And I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to support you. I'm so, going to get people so when to you say,
2: support you. I, I, yeah, no, and I and I know Mike well too, and I, I you know know what he's doing with Frank's speech. and so when you say safety valves in place, are you saying that he's uh, foregone his decision making process or no? I mean,
0: he it just nobody. And his, I'll, I'll his use values. I'll use a so I'll use a nonprofit that I have as an example uh, that I'm a part of. That there's a safety valve that there's a veto power. Of the chairman of the board let's hypothetically say that you're no longer the ceo you're no longer at the head of the ship somebody else comes in I, i'm going to tell you I that see. a a vast majority of things that were intended for good to end bad is because someone else comes in there and corrupts that environment and so mike has a safety valve that he gets veto power forever right it doesn't matter who owns half or a quarter of it it's written into the bylaws is written in that he is the only person that can, has veto power And inside of these nonprofits, there's a veto power that's established by a chairman that's what's called a legacy position that makes sure that anytime it gets away from the ethos or the culture or the original intent of the organization, that the veto power allows for you to overrule that or remove people that would take it away from that particular center or true
2: north. So without getting into too much detail, um, I can tell you that I have complete control. And that is, guaranteed quite a ways into the future.
0: Yeah, now, let's say, and I'm gonna say this in a very morbid way, but let's say you get hit right, by right. a bus, be, right? right? I mean, is there is there some sort of, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I have a friend that works for a very, very large um, uh, endowment trust uh, foundation, however you wanna call it, I think he has all three, um, that watched over a couple of years um, them turn into something they were never supposed to be, including yeah. paying to get Antifa members released from jail after rioting and looting. The, the endowment was actually paying to get them, to, yeah. you know, p- to post bail for them. And it, again, goes against the entire, the entire ethos of that organization. And it wasn't until it was almost too late that they realized it and they finally got, had the ability to claw back. Uh, but you'll see more and more organizations now that build in these safety valves that say if it doesn't hit the X, Y, and Z criteria and it goes too far off the reservation by two, three degrees, um, that that particular um, legacy member or you get to pass it on to someone else or whatever, um, gets the ability to just veto it, just flat out say no.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a good point, I'll, I'll look into that.
1: Uh, I know we only have a couple minutes left with you, Jeff. I don't, don't wanna to take too much of your time. I'm, re- I'm going through our comment section on d live and they're all seem to ask the same question i know that the live streaming is relatively new on cloud hub but they're all wondering is there a plan for a comment section on the cloud hub um live streaming live. because that, that's something yeah. that's Ooh. something that are we we love because um our community people who watch love to comment we read the comments we we bounce off of them right bounce off ideas um is there a plan to roll out a comment section for live streams on cloud hub
2: Yes, absolutely, and it's going to be incredible. Um, so I told you about the meeting feature that's coming out, right? Mm-hmm. So with the meeting feature, one tab will be kind of like um, uh, clubhouse where it's audible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's people. We call it people, and and they can raise their hand and interact with you, and that that's in the meetings. That uh, will become the ch- part of the chat for the live streams. Uh, that gotcha. that feature. So they, when you're when you're in a meeting, one tab is people. One tab is text chat so the meeting our participants can actually be texting and chatting with each other you'll also have another tab which is handouts where you can as the presenter uh, upload uh, documents that you might want to share mm-hmm. if you were a, a, a church service you might have your sermon there right sermon notes if you were a classroom it might be your your course for the day yeah um, if you were a meeting it might be an agenda and then there'll be a fourth tab that will actually be breakout rooms so when we do summits and we have done summits on cloudhub um people can go to breakout rooms that might be patrick Byrne teaching this subject and you know michael and dell doing that subject we're going to take that from the meetings which so with we, this week we put out last week we put out the going live
1: <clears throat>
2: and then this week over the weekend sometime we'll release meetings and then next what we'll do is we'll take that discussion aspect of meetings and put it so when you go live, it's under the live show. So they'll be able to actually interact with you verbally Mm -hmm. or text chat with you, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to. And will those
1: be, will those be saved? Similar to how YouTube or Facebook does it? Okay. And is there any plan at all to, obviously you're doing so much at Hub, so um, you can't do everything, but is there any plan to allow channels to accept donations on the platform, like kind of like how Twitch Word or how we do on D Live, is there any plan for that?
2: You already can. You you set up your channel today. When you when whoever set up the channel, there's an option to create a button, um, mm-hmm. and that button you guys can customize. It could say donate, and then you can put a URL where they can go to. So you can do that today already. Uh, we're going to probably add do a couple that. more.
1: Whoever whoever set it up didn't set up that button, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no
2: problem. So you we'll actually end up giving you three buttons. Uh, the same in groups, and the same for meetings. When you're in a meeting, you could have people uh, sign up their email list, uh, buy merchandise. You you can set the buttons to anything you want. But yes, we're we're really supportive of that.
1: Awesome. Any any final any final questions, Joe?
0: No, I'm just really excited for you. I'm really excited for the platform. I think you have really great people that represent you when they're at places like the Health and Freedom Conference. I had some great conversations with your guys. And, um, you know, they just, I think that they handle and carry themselves with a uh, character and ethos that, you know, I know inside my company I'd be proud to have. So I just, I, I, we'll continue to follow you. We'll obviously um, have, uh, we'll be up on Cloud Hub so people can follow you there. Um, I opened up an account, I think four or five months ago. It's hard to break yourself in the habit and have to post at all these different places all at the same time. But um, I think the technology yeah. is um, some of the best out there, and I'm really looking forward to um, seeing your Wait. name and name light. So good stuff.
2: Thank you. Well, you know, we did just put out a major update about two weeks ago, um, you know, complete redo of our platform. Uh, it's much you know nicer now, a much more easy flow. Um, we will soon have a feature, Joe, where you can come on to Cloud Hub and post and then tell it to send it to Facebook, Twitter, and other places, just like a Hootsuite. So that way you can go to one place and post, and then it'll automatically go to the other places. That'll be a feature we'll be adding.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, the more, the more that I actually see as I'm going through your platform while I'm sitting here on the phone with you, the more excited I get about just the things that, that you're doing. So it, uh, keep, keep on that, uh, that tail yeah, yeah. of innovation and, and leading from the front.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Well, and, and if you have any ideas, you know, upon seeing it and, you know, please send them forward. We we've made it a great platform because we take ideas from our members.
0: Yeah. So uh, awesome. are you where are you? Where's your headquarters at now?
2: Irvine, California, Orange County. OK, awesome.
1: Okay. Awesome. awesome.
2: awesome.
1: Well, th- well, thank you so much, Jeff, for stopping by. We kept you a little bit over, but a uh, really great answers uh, to the questions. I'm really excited about us going live on cloud hub now as another opportunity for people to find us. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for the time, Jeff. Thank you, guys. I right, enjoyed it very you. much. God bless. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. So that was Jeff brain CEO of cloud hub founder of cloud hub. Amy. Good answers to all the questions, right, Joe? I mean, yeah,
0: really, really good answers. And obviously, I'm cynical, and, and I'm not cynical against against Jeff. I'm cynical against the fact that what starts out for good ends up for bad. It's one of oh, the yeah. things that makes sure you're st- you're straight north and that you're not influenced by money. I think the second ahead, that we it's, become it's, influenced it's by the money. parlor problem, yeah,
1: it's a parlor problem. We all look. Well, I mean, at look, at, like, look at look. Oh at, yeah, we have a place. L- but but look, at Par- look, at Parler- look
0: at Parler. Look at Parlor now, right? Parlor right now yeah. is is a very ineffective place to be. I mean, I'll, I'll use Dan uh, Bongino as an example. He's a shareholder there. He's got three million followers, and uh, I'm looking at a post that he put up uh, two hours ago that that uh, or one hour ago, 6,200 people saw. I
1: yeah.
0: get 6,200 people to see a post that I put up on my personal page on Facebook, and I only got I don't know 20,000 people to follow me on Facebook. So. I don't, uh, I don't think that, uh, yeah, D'Souza, this, uh, uh, has 2.6 million followers and he puts up a post and, uh, 4,000 people see it. Yeah. Right. 6,000 people see it. 4,000 people see it. Yeah. A day, a day goes by and 16,000. So they just don't have the effective reach because they've one. one. They got away from the guy that founded it. They, they walked him out the door. I replaced him with someone else that was willing to yeah. you know, basically compromise, rather than looking at technology or looking at and restarting, going back to your investors and saying, "Hey, listen, we've got to stand for something, or we die for. It. We either stand up for this, or we stand for nothing." And I think that uh, there's a real um, there's a real push for uh, for us to kind of see past and be more patient in how we develop things. And that leads to uh, better results uh, for platforms and for technology. And, and the other part yeah. is Max, is that there's uh, cloud hub is going to be a single source for all of these things, a cradle to grave solution, which I think is really good for the social media environment. Um, but people interact with different platforms based upon their own personalities and, and what they feel comfortable with. So I don't think it'll ever become the answer. Uh, but it would be nice to see us peel off and, and boycott and boycott, uh, different products and services and different Platforms um, and be able to stand up, even if it means we don't have a platform uh, individually that we can hand, handle. That we become refugees from uh, the tech environment. It's always better to um, to have these yeah. different groups that develop in, in different environments than give into
1: big tech uh, censorship. So I'm just I, I, well, I am, it's it's good that CloudHub is is taking notice because we know how the cancel culture comes for people. They come for people individually, and then they come from they come for whoever hosts them. Yeah. And they say, oh, you don't have enough terms in your hate speech, right? You should also be using this term. They go after the, the app store, right? They go after advertisers. So it looks like CloudHub has thought through everything. Um, hopefully, as they grow, they don't become beholden to the same kind of interest that we saw drive YouTube away from free speech, drive Parlor away from free speech. Um, so fingers crossed and yeah we'll be on the platform we'll enjoy it and if you want to go there go ahead and follow us all right. on CloudHub we're live right there right now so
0: we have five minutes and there's some questions that have come up um, so F- FTP group asked a question do we have to pay any-? so I want to get back to the 1776 um, Patriot Ranch and if you're listening to this we have to do this because we put the site up yesterday we had a bunch of people that got into it and, and I, w- I want to tell you this I'm going to just say this if we don't reach the threshold if we don't buy it I'm going to return all the money to everybody that put money into it uh, everyone. Everyone will get that money back. And we're we're well on our way right now to getting there. I think we have uh, about 300 people or 290 people that have, have come into the system. But there will be no taxes or maintenance fees on the units. This is a profitable venture. Currently, it's a profitable venture. So as a profitable venture, um, I'm going to kind of set these rules out. But as you sign up to become a part of the 1776 Patriot Ranch, we're all big boys and girls. We're all getting involved in this as as more of an altruistic environment but it is an adventure that is going to be profitable i don't believe in getting into things where we have to come back and keep tapping into it Um, so the way that the project will be set up a unit will represent the general partnership of that llc one unit will have 1126 equivalent units um, half unit so we'll do a half unit we'll probably do a quarter unit I'm gonna do as much as I possibly can in order to make sure that people can come together and buy a particular unit as profitability comes into it we will distribute that profitability to the unit holders um, and uh, our goal is to uh, you know you're not gonna make a lot of money if you buy a unit for 1776 let me just tell you if you get a check every year for a um, hundred dollars it'd be a lot right so this is not a place where you're gonna get a lot but you can use the ranch too. And I'm not going to tell you it'll always be available for you to use it because we want to make it make money. So if people go down there to hunt where it would normally use one of these uh, little area, one of these little houses. Um, you may have to pay like I do for my company. I pay a, a 10% over cost variable. You'll have to do the same thing in that environment as well. But say that we charge somebody $600 as long as the, the week is open. You can go down there and kind of hang out and then if you want to volunteer, if we want to have a rally, if we want to do things like that, we'll make it available as well. This is not a, oh, let's just take $2 million and burn it into the ground, right? And and Max, you know me long enough to know that I don't like things that don't win, right? I mean, that's I, I live my life that way um, in every business venture. And we're going to treat this like a business venture. and uh, But we're going to have fun with it. We're gonna have fun with it. We're gonna have 1126 people who are patriots that wanna be a part of this. We'll have full financial reviews every 90 days. So you'll know what money comes in, what money comes out. There'll be droughts that we have. We'll make sure the taxes are paid at the end of the year. We've gotta figure out what the revenue model looks like and whether or not we're gonna do some sort of, um, what was what, what the thing called? Where we do an Airbnb um, for yeah. for uh, conservatives. Obviously we wanna make sure that mm-hmm. it's only conservatives, but uh, it, you know I make no mistake. My goal is to say, this is 282 acres. We're going to go after the cartels when they come in. We're going to stop illegal activity. I certainly am going to help and support uh, Mike Miller as well. And we'll probably have some, some split of what revenue comes in so that he can be compensated for his time. Um, and then the rest of the money just goes back to us as shareholders. And yeah. I think that, it, it uh, yeah. And so infantry guy says, we need to set up a golf course. Don't think I haven't thought of it. Again, let me just yeah. tell you what the experiment is, right? We, 1776, you have a unit inside of a property, right? And and if I can just give you guys a little bit of what I've done over the last couple of years, um, nothing is off the table, nothing. I mean, we started out as a company on a cocktail napkin and we started out with zero partners. Now we have 13 partners. I'm obviously not the CEO of the company anymore. Um, I've had a divestment in certain areas of the company. Um, but we turned that one mustard seed into something much greater um, that had, you know, a little over 200 employees that, you know, the, the first seven people that were over there are still there. Uh, we bought into other things like a auto repair shop, a event venue, a gun store and range where we have two other gun stores and ranges that we're a part of. We've, we've got a lot of different things that we've been able to do without going out and taking on debt right? So I'm a patient person. I'm one of those people that says, all right, if this goes well, which it will go well, it won't go out well out of the gate because we're buying a property. We have no idea what the property <laughs> needs. Um, and we want to make sure that we are financially disciplined. But if I used just to, and, and Max, you know, this. if I use just the, the the gun store and range that we have in Colorado, if you're in Colorado, you know of it, it's a DCF guns in Castle Rock. We talk about it often. Uh, we weren't even a blip on the map. We did we did not have a it did not have a solid reputation when we took it over in 2017. It doesn't mean that they that they weren't good people. It doesn't mean that they didn't do good business. It just means that they hadn't established themselves across the state. Now we're one of the largest sellers of guns and ammo in the state of Colorado. We have the largest inventory in the state of Colorado. Um, We have a stellar reputation across the state. You'd be hard pressed to go anywhere in Colorado, except for maybe the far reaches out west and not know who we are. Um, We went from, uh, you know, a a million dollars, let's say, in revenue. And that's not the exact number um, to, you know, some 10x that over just a four year period of time. And we have some of the best team members and the best ethos that you'll ever get when you walk in the store. So. That's what you get when you get involved in the 1776 Patriot Ranch. Um, we will have an operating agreement. We will have a shareholders meeting. Maybe we'll use CloudHub uh, to do it. Uh, but th- this is not a, I didn't need another project when I got involved in this. Um, but I certainly wanted to make sure that, um, why not? Why not do it? It's a crazy idea. And the craziest ideas have have borne the, the, the most fruit. And uh, I think this will be one of those things. And yes, lawman says awesome. pay by checking account. Yeah, well, you can pay by checking account. I think we're adding ACH today so we can avoid the uh, 3% charge. What we don't wanna do is we don't wanna have 1126 members. Um, by the way, I'm a, I'm a member too. So I, I bought a, a bunch of units. Um, I bought the maximum number of units, which is four units um, inside of the deal as well. But I don't wanna to get to the end and say, okay, we're, we're short 3%. Or sixty thousand dollars because we have credit card charges. So,
1: yeah, that's it. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, me and Lawman have to figure out. Maybe we'll we'll do that after the show airs today. Well, figure out when we're going to. And down I'm down there, there next the Wednesday. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, I'm down it, there we can go then. I, I'm down there next Wednesday. So, Lawman, if you want to come out, I will be going down there as well. I want to go live uh, next Wednesday down there. Maybe Max, you go live the next day, and we're 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 bouncing off each other as well. So the the website, by the way, is 1776patriotranch.com. I'll put it up on everything. You can go there. You can also go, if you just want to drop in 5, 10, 20, 50, $100, um, you don't want to do the 1776, it's okay. We're not going to cut you out. We did set up a give, send, go, and you can find that under 1776 Ranch. It says we're raising $2 million, but that's the total that we're raising to buy the land. Um, whatever discounts we get on the land, because I've been having a conversation with the landowner as well, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna um, raise $2 million, and let's say that we get him to accept less than that. That'll go into an operating account. Um, I'm a very, very transparent person, as you can see by everything else that I've done. Um, and then uh, we will go through and have a conversation with every single one of those unit holders do not put your last dollar in it. If you wanna drop $5 or $10 or $20 or $50 and just come down and visit, um, I don't think anyone that is a, a unit holder will, will uh, be upset with you at all. I mean, this is, again, this is a, a very uh, spontaneous purchase. And, and frankly, it's, it's a measurement of, of whether or not we have the fortitude to step up and have, cur- this is a courageous deal. I mean, there's a lot of things you can spend $1,776 or even $10 on for that matter. Um, but I think that this will be, uh, this will be a great start and we do it really well. We go for the next six, eight months and, uh, yeah. man. somebody said we want, weed. no, we will not do weed. So the answer is no,
1: I, li- I, li- I like, like the one idea No, for a no. worm farm, a little section where we just grow worms. Yeah. I like that. Or fishing you, and you saw you worms for.
0: Yeah. You saw the property, the, the, it's 282 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you saw the property, though, right?
1: Uh, not in person, but I saw pictures of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it does show that it has flowing water right now. It does not have flowing water because the pictures show it does, does, but it doesn't because the water went underground when they had the drought. The last couple of years have been really tough, uh, but they will be have fishing when the water does return. <laughs> but the water is not. It is a dry bed right now. Um, but I think that it'll be. Uh, again, uh, there's two things that we'll be able to do. One, we will be able to be really close to the border. We have got to start doing stuff as a group to combat all the nastiness that we're going to talk about in the second half, related to these these communist uh, terrorists that have, uh, through coup, taken over our country and how we combat that. Uh, but what we, you know, also we we uh, it'll it'll be fun to say that you're a part of something greater and that you know this will lead to something else, and uh, you know who knows who knows who knows what the what the future could be. Um, but I do know that uh, this is going to be—it's going to be awesome. We're going to—we're going to have a lot of fun in this, and uh, who knows? You know, there's, there's, there's—who knows what else could happen? We could buy the one next to it and the one next to that, and yeah.
1: Yeah, and and how many? How many people are already committed
0: for units? It's like three hundred and forty or something. It's a crazy number. they you go, a big number. So we're about and th- that was a third just of for... the
1: way. It... Yeah, about a third of the way, and there, uh, there, and some of them I assume are buying more than one unit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some people brought forward. Yeah. that's total units that are that are yeah oh, totally um, units. Done. okay yeah that are committed and I know that again we have the the other stuff happening with uh, getting ACH on there as well. Uh, look, I I think big. I've always thought big. I have never saw things from a from a very small-minded. Let's just build a little gas station. Um, I've always thought big. It's why I was the EY Entrepreneur of the Year um, finalist in 2020, and it's why we've gotten multiple awards, including. Um, you know, Titan Award from Inc. Magazine, you name it. We were company to watch across the nation, company to watch in Colorado. And that, that ethos and culture is carried through even after I stepped down and, and stepped away from the company. Yeah. So it,
1: uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're up against this hour, but when we come yeah. back, we're gonna talk about the DOJ's latest announcement. They, they sent the letter to Arizona warning that this was gonna happen. Now they have the official policy position of the DOJ of how they will prosecute auditors not that they are they haven't announced prosecutions but how they will prosecute auditors when they choose to pull that trigger so don't go anywhere we're going to do a deep dive into that on the other side and take your calls at 888-441-1121 we'll be right back on the other side of this quick break
0: ronald reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation
1: away from extinction conservative daily exists to make sure that never happens With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.